back. Love Talk Radio. Everything is going to be alright. You're listening to Tippy Talk. Time now to sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy the moment. Newborn is the official band that provides all the music for Tippy Talk. To hear more of the music, you can go to newbornband.com and enjoy the wonderful sound. And now, it is time to step into the Tippy Zone, where we explore the other side of reality side that allows you to reshape your life, step into your power, and connect to the fact that we are all one. Welcome to Tippy Talk, where we go from where you are to where you want to be. I'm your host, Tippy Talk. Hello, Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. We are really excited to be here today, and I don't get excited that easily, but today I'm really happy because we have a guest. His name is Eliyahu Gian, and we, he is, basically talks a lot about the secret wisdom of the Kabbalah, and because I'm fascinated with the Kabbalah, and I know that you are too, and mysticism has always been one of the top priorities in my life. And I try to bring all the mysticism that I can to this show. Eliyahu Jihan wrote a book called The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. And I think almost everybody wants to be rich and happy. Some people may not want to be rich, but they definitely want to be happy. Or maybe some people don't want to be happy, but they want to be rich. I don't know about that. But the title itself is very interesting and very thought-provoking. So I'd like to welcome Eliyahu. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you taking your time out and coming to talk to us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasant. Thank you. It is not every day that we talk about a subject that I'm so, so passionate about. But because we haven't had anybody really talk about the Kabbalah on the show. Can you give us a little bit of explanation? What is the Kabbalah and why, what is it, the Kabbalah, and what makes you so interested in it? Well, I mean, the Kabbalah is, is a wisdom. You can look at it like a wisdom or philosophy Then lies in a better way. So it's basically wearing a glass, a glasses if you need the glasses, so you can basically look a thing in a better way so things get clearer and you can see better whatever it is your relationship or your business or the the well-being you know it's it's a support system that helps you to understand what already exists in your life that's basically what kabbalah is without going to the history you know just a simple idea of what is kabbalah 
basically you're saying it's about understanding life better, um, living life better, making life better. Like what what happens? What's the yeah. point of understanding life better? <laughs> the answer should be all of the above. Understanding it, make it better, practice better. As I, as I wrote in the book, The Laughing Billionaire, you know, it's not about, the book is not about just how to make money and become rich. It's how, how to be happy, how to find the inner happiness within you, the inner power, rejuvenate yourself, finding out that you're truly happy. But But the wisdom of Kabbalah that it's so old, I mean, we're talking about the foundation of all other spiritual knowledge came from Kabbalah. It's based on the wisdom that was exist before it was any religion. So just to think about it, when we are thinking about Kabbalah, the wisdom of Kabbalah, we are thinking about people are the wonder, you know, for example, the concepts called soulmate, astrology, reading the situation correctly. All of those things we need information we need knowledge when you have that information you get clarity when you get clarity you make better choices when you make better choices you are happy that we are living in a universe right now that is a bit chaotic it's very difficult to know right from wrong wrong from right very difficult so we have to guess and we're not always guessing it (laughs) correctly and for that reason later on in life we say oops i thought it was my soulmate I thought it was the right business partner. And there is a language, this universe has a language. And once we follow that beautiful language, we will make better choices. It's not like uh, something like bad luck and good luck. You know, it's just, you know, if you plant the seed in the right season, you're going to get the right fruit. But if you plant the seed in the wrong place in the wrong season, you should not expect to get good results. So Kabbalah is basically almost like, a way to guide us through life. And again, I'm not here to tell everybody to go and follow it and study it. But the bottom line, I believe the proof is in the pudding, which when you try it, if it's working for you, I guess it is working. You know, so you, you got to try it and, and it's working. It's a knowledge, it's information. So it's all of the above. But if you have more specific questions, I'm, I'm willing to answer whatever question you want to ask me. Well, you said so many things, so many huge things in very small ways that each one of the things that you said I can talk about for an hour. But before I before I go into that, <laughs> the, before I go into that, you write you write in the book that this book is for those who are willing to transform the world by loving themselves, seeing the good in others, yes. and having the certainty that all the good and bad events they have been through are gifts from the creator. Yes. And and the reason yes. I actually pointed this out, and I usually don't read is because um, people that are willing to transform themselves, transform the world by loving themselves, a lot of people want to transform the world by loving themselves. They don't know how. Um, a lot of people want to see the good in others, but other people are so bad. Um, and having the certainty um that all the, the good things, the bad things that happen to you are really good things that are gifts. That's something I think for me, I've learned it. And I think a lot of people learned it a hard way that they thought a lot of bad yep. things happened, but then they come out and they realize it's probably the best thing that ever happened to them. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But it's again, you, you, you have to commit. You cannot just, you know, there's a big difference with people who commit to a certain path 
to other people who just try a certain path. You, let's say if you if you talk about relationship, so some people come and see me, and they tell me, Liao, I'm trying to work this relationship out, or I'm committing for the relationship. You have a different approach. The same thing with yourself. Are you committing to love yourself? If you're not committing to love yourself and you're just trying to love yourself, your life will look like you're trying to love yourself. It's not going to look like you, you, you are committing to making it. You know, the idea that the universe will reward us with a lot of wonderful things once we act in a certain way. So, of course, the first thing is to recognize that I was created in the image of the divine. And within me, there is a gift. I have to find that gift. And sometimes that gift is coming, as I wrote in the book, it's, it's just wrapped differently. You know, the, 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 the negative and the positive are actually the same. You just wrap in a different paper. When the negative is wrapped in not such a nice paper, and the positive is wrapped with a beautiful paper. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. And if we put our mind, our consciousness, our awareness into it, things start to change. It's not going to change just because I'm going to wait for it to change. It will change because I'm changing. And I believe a lot of people out there are waiting for something or someone to knock on their door and tell them, you're ready. Yeah, I'm sorry for the bad news. It's, it's not true. You know, you're you going to make it happen. You're going to plant the seed. You're going to think different. You're going to talk different. You're going to do things differently. And then, and then the, the, the reflection, the the, the what the universe is giving you back is so much more when we are changing. So where to start? Going back to your first question. I mean, you can either reach out a mentor, any mentor or, or somebody or a therapist or somebody who work with you to basically guide you to start working on those two few things. I mean, of course, you can read my book. That can help, too. That that can help. <laughs> All those things that uh-huh. you're committing for a change. You cannot commit for some change because otherwise sitting there and say, I try, unfortunately, I will tell you again, whoever tries, the percent is 50-50. Whoever commits, the percent is much higher than 50-50. So commitment is, is the name of the game. We are not here to search for the answer. We are here to find the answer. <laughs> I, I I love the way you wrote your book, not just for the content, okay? So just in case you guys did not hear it, we are talking to Eliyahu Gian, and he's the author of a book called The Laughing Billionaire. And you said that one of the things that people can do is read your book, and for sure they can do it. But what I love about it, because a lot of people, they read a lot of books and they have a lot of knowledge, but they don't have the utility. And what you did with your book, at the end of each chapter, you put the utility. You actually kind of, if someone will commit to do it, like you said, it is a commitment, you're actually telling them sit down and think about how you're going to utilize this information, how you're going to utilize this chapter. And I really think it kind of goes back to school and to learning the right way. I think if you read a lot of information, you can read a thousand great books that will give you all the keys to everything you ever need to know. But if you don't utilize it, if you don't go and sit about it and say, how am I going to commit this information into my life? It's almost like a waste. It's almost like, yeah, I know I should forgive you, but I hate you guts, you know? (laughs) Very good. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. So, 
Yeah, so you said something pretty powerful. You said that the negative and the positive is the same, but it's wrapped differently. But yes. it's, I, I think it's more than that because the, the, the negative could be something that hurts a little bit, you know, like you break a nail and, and ouch, but it could be something that is so painful and so hard to deal with and, and so difficult to even breathe when those things happen to you. How is that differently wrapped? That's something that, like, basically, if somebody takes a stick and knocks you over the head and breaks every bone in your body, it's not just a different wrap. It's, a, it's an anguish. It's, it's, it's hard to come back from that. Of how, do, how do you, and the positive one, you, know, you understand what I'm trying to say, right? Of course, of course, of course, I'm, and I'm totally with you on that. I, I didn't say it's not hard. It's very difficult. And I'm, if we talk about, God forbid, losing a person that's dear to you, you know, I'm dealing with all type of people all day long. So when people go into chaos, when people go into a tough time, it's not easy. But if we just change our belief system, that, for example, if I'm going to take a diamond and I put in that diamond in a beautiful gold ring, that diamond looks beautiful. If I take the same diamond and throw it in the mud, that diamond is not beautiful. It's still a diamond. The value is the same once I'm cleaning it. So it requires some type of work to clean that diamond, to clean something so I will see the gift within it. In every, every human being that I meet, you know, whatever they have chaos of losing somebody who's dear to them or whatever they want to overcome addiction or whatever they want to grow their business to double the amount of money, you know, because they said or whatever their parents didn't treat them right. We all have issues. We are human beings. We come here to grow, you know. But the name of the game here is not to get what you want. The name of the the game is to earn what you want. Earning what we have in life makes us happy. Happiness cannot come from getting what I want. I never met a human being who gets what they want and they're still happy. I never met a person like that. And I met thousands of people in my life. But I did meet so many people who earn what they have earned their love, earned their look, earned their money, and they're absolutely happy because they earn it. So when we have a curveball being thrown toward us, some situation that we are not happy about, that exact situation, that's what I'm talking about, negative wrap with a, a, a positive wrap with a negative paper, a dirty paper. It's just look on the outside as negative. If we give it enough time, if we do the work we need to do on ourselves, we will be able to wake up and see, wow, there is a gift within it. It gives me a gift. i give you an example if, if that helps. You know, some people born to a parent that they're not proud of. You know, their parents are terrible. Never, never give them the love they want. Never say, I love you, blah, blah, blah. You know, the old nine yards of that. And they said, and they mm-hmm. go to psychologists, and they do meditation, and they do a regression and hypnotherapy. And they say, it bothered me. Why my father couldn't say I love you? What's the big deal? Just say it. <laughs> Just say mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. the point is your father is not going to change. Neither your mother. I mean, you can't change people around you. You can. But there is one person mm-hmm. that you can change. It's you. It's you. And you have to say, if mm-hmm. this doesn't mm-hmm. happen in my movie, if this doesn't happen in my movie, either I'm getting out of that movie and choose a different movie, or either I stay here and cry over why what I can change. You can't change the thing around you, but you can change you. And if we can just understand that today, we're already free of chaos. Because we understand, I can't change the universe, but I can change one person at a time. 
And the one person I want to change is me first. And once I change me first, everything around me starts to become positive. All of a sudden, I look at my father and say, oh, my father has some problem. So I'm going to be with my kids different than the way my father was with me or my mother. And then I have the lesson coming out of my parents how to be kinder to my kids or better with my kids. Now, where did I get that lesson? For my parents. Even if it came in a negative way, it actually turned me to become a positive person. So in everything, there is a lesson if we look for the lesson. But if we're looking for the negative, we're going to find the negative. On a white, beautiful wall, there is a little black dot. Of course I'm going to see the black dot. Who's seeing the wall? Nobody's seeing the wall. Everybody looking at that black dot. But if I see the, how beautiful the wall is, then to remove that black dot is not a big deal. That, that's the whole perception of what we want to choose. And it's not just thinking positive or being positive. It's reality. The reality that life is amazing and it's perfect as it needs to be. It doesn't mean it's not painful. It doesn't mean it's, it's, it's easy. It's just work that we need to do. So every curveball, every situation that is not pleasant, give us a chance to turn things around for, be, for me to be happy. If I just have a perfect life and I met many people, the most successful people in the world, and I'm telling you, they're not necessarily happy. They have a perfect life. They're healthy. They're rich. They're famous. Everything. But they're not happy. They are unfortunately not happy. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's very difficult to earn anything when you're beautiful, when you're smart, when you're rich, when you have every gift that a human being can think about. Because you never get a chance to do one thing. Earning, if you get the chance, chance of earning, you can only happen when you go into some negative event in your life. I'm sorry if I was long on that, but I had to explain well, I think I think it's very profound, and I think also it's very relevant to what is going on now. You also said before that uh, we live in a chaotic universe, and I think right now everybody has on their mind coronavirus, coronavirus. That's all they think about, and it doesn't seem to be a positive thing. And I think if you have anything to say about that to, to help people get out of this fear and, and uh, paranoia, or, uh, yeah. or or maybe find something positive in this, that would be amazing. Is there anything positive from yeah. this craziness? Because Yeah, I mean I mean we are we are facing something globally. Globally. Something mm-hmm. tough and globally, mm-hmm. not just from the coronavirus, not just from the business. We're talking about business, panic to buy food, water, mm-hmm. toilet paper. There is a panic right now. There is a panic all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean some people are afraid to get sick. Some people are afraid to die. Some people are afraid to lose their money. So there is fear, 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 and more fear. How do you remove fear when the reality on the news, on the radio, everywhere, they tell you there is a justification for your fear. You actually should be afraid because there is chaos. There is a real, take it a little bit backward. Okay, let's take it, let's say, five months ago. We are living in a community, a global community, that we are a bit distant from one another. We're not close as it used to be, let's say, the 70s, when people were more into each other. It was less Facebook and Instagram. It was more, hi, how are you? And it wasn't so much about lunch or dinner. It was just fun being with human beings. We are now in a time where your friends, you hardly know them because you are on Facebook page. You don't even know if you know the people. You just say accept, and that's it. The universe 
is operating now in a way to help us to go back to be together. That's how I see it. And I hope people will, will grasp it. I'm not here to solve you the, the fear you're going to, but just think, where is this going after that? I mean, this chaos eventually will go away. See, we don't have the information we don't have is how long. That's what people want to know. It's not that people are not sure if it will go away or not. They just don't know when the market will bounce back. They don't know when they're going to cure that disease. Everything eventually will be okay. The question that we don't know is when. When is it going to be okay? So we are dealing with a need to control the situation. Well, the bad news, we can control the situation while we are afraid and angry. We can control the situation if you sit down at least once a day, meditate a little bit. Meditate, just meditate. What is meditation? You just sit down. You don't have to be a master of meditation. Just meditate. Think about where you want your life to be in, let's say, three months from now, five months from now. Start planning for five months from now. Don't think about the chaos we're going through. It's almost being on the airplane and we're going through turbulence. Nobody comfortable in turbulence. You want to sleep. You want to watch a movie. You want to have a coffee. You want to go to the bathroom. And the pilot say it will take 35 minutes. You're okay with that because you know that in 50 minutes, you're going to be okay. So everybody needs to know this corona is not here to stay. This chaos is not here to stay. This market is not here to stay. If we're talking from astrology point of view, and I just did a chart to a lady in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and she asked me what's going on. From a theological point of view, I already told people in September, it's not going to be an easy time right now, and that's what we're going through. And this will become a little bit better, and I have to prepare people in June. It will be a little bit difficult time in the end of May, beginning of June. And after that, we should see a little bit the light in the end of the tunnel. So if one of us is a task, it's a task to the soul how to unite us again, how to find something that people will be together. Unfortunately, when you give love to people, they don't change. When you teach people how to respect, they respect for the wrong reason. But there is one thing that changes all people, and it's very sad to say it. It's called fear. Fear forces us <laughs> to change. Unfortunately, it's a terrible mm-hmm. thing to say spiritually, but unfortunately, that's the one thing that works the best. And I don't enjoy being afraid. I don't enjoy when I walk into the street and I see Nobody's in the street. That's not fun. It's depressing. It's lonely. It's, everything is closed. Restaurants closed. Nothing. You see people are just coming with toilet paper and water home, and they are happy. It's a very tough time. But somehow, fear forces us to stay home. Fear forces us to, to be together with the family. Fear. Look, look what's happening to us. All the global community starting finding out what is the family value. All the global community start to value the thing that they had before. We didn't value it yesterday. We didn't value it five months ago. We value things. So unfortunately, the universe has energy, and the universe is trying to teach us a lesson. We need each other. All humans, we need each other. There is no such a thing as a winner and loser. If somebody loses, we all lose. Somebody wins, we all win. I hope that just this wave of chaos that we're going through will bring us back together somehow that we will see the good in one another. If you decide to meditate, please meditate on one of your enemies, somebody who bothers you all your life, and find one good thing about them. One good thing about your 
person that you don't like. And another thing, look at yourself and find one good things about yourself. And I'm telling you, once you get to that frame of mind, you're going to look at life in a very, in a very different way. I don't know if I help with that, but mm-hmm. that's, that's the best I can yeah, I, do in five or six yeah, minutes. Yeah, I think, absolutely. I think basically at the end of everything, what you're saying is this too shall pass. And that's really important to understand that one day this is going to be gone. We are going to have a life again. But I think even more important than that is we don't appreciate what we have until we lose it. And that is so true. Even tiny little things, you take it for granted, you take it for granted, and then one day, even your phone, okay, you have an iPhone, you take it for granted, yeah, you have a phone, and then you lose your phone. And how much do you appreciate (laughs) it when you find it? So, yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Absolutely. That's so true. You're losing mm-hmm. your key all of a sudden. Oh, my God, where's my key? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so you said before that you've uh, met a lot of rich people, and really money doesn't make you happy because they're not rich. And I just want to emphasize that when you say you met a lot of rich people, you're not just talking about rich people. You're talking about People like Madonna, like Roseanne, like Ashton Kutcher, people that really seem yes. like they have everything yes. to be happy about. And, and, and not necessarily. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're happy. Exactly. I mean, we talk about, I mean, I'm not going to relate to any of the name, but in general idea, right. you know, whenever you are famous, you are still a human being. You still have to wake up in the morning and rejuvenate yourself to be happy. Can you imagine if you're not happy, crowd believe that you should be happy. Can you imagine if you're not happy with who you are right now, but the crowd wants you to be, it's very difficult life because you don't get a chance yes, truly to, to, to make a shift, to make that inner shift. It's very difficult because everybody around you tell you how great you are and how rich you are and how famous you are. And then you realize that people want you either for your money, either for your look, or either for your fame. And you even forget to develop the inner self which that part is what I want people to read in my book. So to show them that, yes, you can be a billionaire but miserable, or you can be happy and you lack money so you cannot buy things that make you happy. You got to find the balance. You got to find this, what I call center column, the balance between the two. So you can develop that in you. In you, you have it. You already have it. All what you got to do is just work on yourself a bit and take this diamond from the mud you know, wash it a little bit, remove mm-hmm. the dirt, and you will see who you are. You are beautiful, every human being, beautiful human being. The problem begins when we stop believing in ourselves. We don't see that us, me, the little me, is the diamond. The diamond is not out there. I am the diamond. And once I'm shining me, the results are great. But if I'm trying to shine everything around me, then it's tough, you know. We, we live now in a time with the young generation, you know, work on lots on the superficial level, and I'm not judging them. I'm just saying a fact from when I see my kids or I see other people's children, people work on the outside. They're not busy with the inside. They don't have time to stop and say, who am I? It's more what I got. What am I represent? How do I look on Facebook? What will be my haircut? What kind of clothes are going to wear on Instagram? So things change. People forget to look inside. And I believe that this time that we're going through in the last few weeks here in the United States of America and in, in Europe, 
in Italy right now, in every place, it brings us into places that we say, okay, who am I then? All of a sudden, people have to deal with themselves. That's difficult. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, who am I? Who am I without the fame and the Instagram and this and that? So I get off the subject because we start off by saying fame and reach and that, but it's for all human beings. So it doesn't matter who you are, you got to go back and look inside. So it doesn't matter how many people are famous or rich. In the end of the day, we're all human. We're all simply human. One have more money, one have more fame, one have less. But in the end of the day, happiness is the goal of every human being. And if it's not your goal, we got a problem here. It should be always your goal. How can I be happy? But I'm not talking about just short-term happiness. I'm talking about long-term happiness, something that lasts longer than five minutes. Yeah, you're not talking about popping the pill to be happy for a little bit. I understand that. Absolutely. So um, that sounds really beautiful. So a lot of what you talk about, you mention and you talk about in your book, The Lasting Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. That's a, a really great source to go to. But also you have something um, the Vital Transformation Organization, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Uh, VitalTransformation.org. VitalTransformation.org wow. is the only only spiritual organization online, uh, which is free. You don't have to pay. You just, of course, write your email so we can connect you. And when I'm, let's say tonight, I'm going to show uh, a video on Zoom, and people can join us, or you can go on, on my website, on uh, uh, vitaltransformation.org. And when you're there, Wait, I'm going you to can enjoy vitaltransformation.org. Yeah. All you can do is the short version will be vt1.org. If you want easy, it's just V like victory, T like Tina, one.org. Same thing, right? And then, and then, yeah, and then you can see all the lectures. There's about 300 hours of lectures there. Some are very deep, some are very easy. So I highly recommend that you don't go right away to the uh, heavy-duty classes, which I teach as well. But I recommend that you go to the easy class, more than motivational. And I just shot another uh, 40 lecture for beginners. So soon they will come up and everybody can enjoy those lectures. Again, free. Go ahead. Make sure in a time like this you, you are home. You listen to some lecture. If you feel it's too deep for you, please skip it, turn it off, and go to the easy classes. Don't just jump into the deep subjects, please, okay? You go to more uh, the weekly inspiration classes or Kabbalah gym, more the easy one, please. Don't go into the deep classes. I'm really uh, begging you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got that. Go to the easy one first, and then you can always get to the other ones later, and that sounds really good. Yes. Thank you so much. And, yeah. and I, have, I have a lot more questions, but we don't have that much more time. So I'm going to pick one thing that you talked about and I'm just going to cover that one because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious about it. And I'm hoping that everybody will be because you mentioned the language of the universe. Can you yeah. kind of explain what you mean by that? There is um, the language of the universe. There is basically... Uh, it's a little deep, but I will do the best I can to explain it in a simple way. The universe as Easy, simple, yes, easy. Yeah, there is, there is a symphony. They, they talk to each other. The trees, the animals, the stone, the human. Those four categories are synchronized with each other. They always talk. 
we have within us minerals, vegetables, and animals. The animals are within them, human, vegetables, and minerals. Everything talks to everything, all the time. When we are removing the veil, the mask, whatever you want to call it, the ego, we will be able to start listening to the mystical language of this universe. And then we get clear. Now, how do we do that? Let's say if I have to tell it while standing on one leg in two minutes, all what you got to do is just stop. Stop re- reacting and st- start creating. Change the word reaction into creation. You got to create something. How do you create? First, by stopping. Just sit. Relax. Don't do anything. Just sit. Focus on your breathing and let your mind go to wherever the mind want to go. And if you cannot control your mind, just focus on something positive, a place where it's positive, and tell the universe, universe, please help me to connect to you. That's all what you got to say. Help me to connect to you in a loving way. And you will see that things slowly, slowly will start to connect to you. You will start being in a better place. You will be in a better awareness. You know, you're going to walk around and understand that the trees as language, you know, the, the animals, the, the minerals, the human being, you will be able to connect to people in a better way. It's all there already. You know, all what they got to do is to maybe believe or, or have certainty that it's there. And then it opens up a door, which is unbelievable door. So that's standing on one leg. That's the best I can share with you. You know what, the, the, it's a beautiful definition. I really like that. And I, I, I'm sure that you have a lot more to say about it. I, I, you kind of brought me back to a moment a really long time ago, and it's really strange that you did that when you explained the Universal Symphony. I was standing at a bus stop. This must have been maybe in 2010. So we're talking about mm-hmm. a moment in time that all of a sudden stood up to me when you said that. And I was at a bus stop in New York on Ocean Avenue. And all of a sudden, I looked, and a bunch of leaves, it was very windy, and the leaves were going around in a circle. And to me, it looked like they were performing a dance. And it was such a beautiful moment in time that even all this time, I'm like, wow, I can't forget that moment. Something opened up that moment. Are you saying that that was me actually being able to listen to the universal language, to the universal symphony? Of course. Of wow. Course, because that if, was amazing. If, if, you, <laughs> if, if you look at the gate of reincarnation, there is a book from 500 years ago. They talk about who is reincarnated into leaves. So there is reincarnation, for example, is in everywhere. Everything reincarnates to everything. So there is a language. Once we understand that language, and of course, when I see people, you know, I'm looking at them, and just by looking at the face, their hand, I'm giving them guidance that's based on their soul, how many lifetimes they are here, what they came here to do. It's a very deep guidance that will help them to do the right thing this lifetime, not like last lifetime mistake. That's really what it's all about. It's a language. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. And I'm sure anybody that heard you talking about the language of the universe would have maybe focused in on one moment in time when they were in tune and when that veil lifted and they were able to actually see that. And the interesting thing is that that moment is so beautiful, you'll never forget it. Even when I'm 80 years old, I'm still going to remember that ridiculous little moment. It might seem like ridiculous, but it's not because it's so beautiful. Of course. Of course, because the universe 
is dying to love us, is dying to talk to us. Sometimes we're not available. <laughs> we're not available because we're panicking or we're angry. We're all human. Nobody's claiming to become an angel. We all have issues. And it's okay to realize that we put the universe on hold for loving us. The universe wants to scream to you, I love you so much. But we are busy. The phone is busy. <laughs> Yeah, we're busy with a million different things, and that's beautiful. So if somebody wants to find you or uh, get a hold of you or know more about you, I know that they can go to this website, which is uh, vitaltransformation.org, or V1. You said V1.org. Um, VT1, not V1. V, VT1. Oh, VT1. 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 Yeah, VT1.org. Yeah, or they can look for me. Just look on Google for eliaogian.com. That's the same thing. You know, you can go directly to me. Uh, yes, I'm here to guide, to help, to make sure you stay positive, especially now. Yes, thank you, Eliyahu, so much. I really appreciate it. You thank have you. been wonderful. You, you brought me. You brought me back to a moment in time that is, Simple, where actually Liz talked to me. Not so many people can bring me there. So thank you so much for that. Thank, I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for uh, joining us on Tippy Talk. Unfortunately, we come to the end of our time together here. I think I could probably talk to you for hours and hours and still not even get half of what I want. But this was a little bit of a taste of what your book is about. So if somebody, if, if you're listening and you like what we talked about and it talks to you and you can relate to it, I would suggest definitely read the book and then you can take it from there. You can go slowly into the explore your own on your own pace. Because basically what you're saying, Eliyahu, is that everybody goes at their own pace. I'm not, you're not going to be able to jump into level number five without going through one, two, three, and four. So to go with something that you can understand or something that is simple for you, and that will automatically take you slowly, slowly to understand more of the universal language, which is a beautiful language. Am I basically, that's the bottom line, right? Yes. Yes. So once again, thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful evening, and we're looking forward to hearing from you a lot soon. It was really a pleasure talking <laughs> with you, and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Tippy Talk. My name is Tippy Feldenstein. We're talking today to Eliyahu Gian. We've had a great conversation. All you have to do is wind it up and listen again if you like, or you can go directly to his website. You can go down and cruise all the shows that we have, or you can listen to it, relax, and maybe even take a little meditation. We bid you a magical journey and let your talent be your potion.
don't need a man You got a phone in your hand And you can keep it silent Flying high like a bird With your AV 